Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to the 2023 edition of the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I am your host, Katie, and I am joined by my handsome husband, Otis. Hello. And we will be reviewing a Christmas movie every night from December 1st to Christmas. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 13, Merry Little Batman. So it's fun to always review DC animated movies now i had to be a little with i had to be a little weird with my words now the live action side of dc is rough but i can always count on the dc animated universe to make me smile and it's been doing that since shit since it's been at least a decade of just these animated films that are just great, and sometimes... Oh, probably 20 years. Yeah. And sometimes they're connected, and they're part of this big world, and sometimes they're just little Elseworlds kind of things. And this is kind of what we got today to talk about, and it's called Merry Little Batman. So, it is a story about Bruce Wayne as Batman still, and his son, Damian Wayne. Now, it's... They, they're kind of smoothing over some things about Damien, and I'll talk a little bit about Damien Wayne and why he's probably one of the best Robins. But it's about Bruce and Damien. Well, more about Damien and his adventures on Christmas Eve trying to keep Gotham safe because all of the old villains have come out of retirement and they are dead set on ruining Christmas. Uh, it's It's pretty spiffy so you do get to see a lot of villains from the old movies now the head writer for the regular show mike roth was approached by warner brothers animation to work on a batman film set during christmas and so that was the plan and that's why some of the animation looks the way it does now i can see that it could turn people off because it looks a bit silly like, Batman's jaw is gigantic, but what they were going for was kind of a look of Bill Watterson's Calvin and Hobbes. Now, I can't remember the hero that Calvin turns into. Space, Spaceman Spud? Right? Mm. It's been forever since I read Calvin and Hobbes. But when he puts on the mask, his eyes white out like that, and he just acts... Like I said, I could see it. I could see the Calvin and Hobbes in this, and it's a bit absurd. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Merry Little Batman? I thought the story was good. Um, as someone who works with kids, it was fucking frustrating to watch because <laughs> Damian Wayne needs... I don't know what he needs. He needs more than just fucking Batman watching him and Alfred because something is amiss. Little boy is all fucking over the place. Um... But I don't like the animation that was chosen for this. I don't mind Calvin and Hobbes because it's old and it's a comic strip and it's Calvin and Hobbes. Like, that's fine. But this whole movie, I wasn't getting Calvin and Hobbes vibes from it. It was giving me, like, gang green gang vibes. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's like that new animation style i just don't like it i don't know i don't know how to describe it yeah i am a little more i guess lenient's the word with animation and stuff 
I have seen movies, I've seen shows, I've read comic books where the animation is a lot or not that much and the story is still solid enough to keep me interested and this is kind of one of the times though I was fine with the animation it was just weird like Batman his body he was all just up top his chest was gigantic and he had like little stick legs just like how I guess a kid would draw Batman he would just be gigantic just like Superman you know they have those giant chests and so all of this felt like and one of the art directors said that they animated, they drew this like it was all coming from Damien's head. And that's why everything was just kind of off and not equal and kind of weird looking, honestly. But I thought it was pretty fun for what it did and all of the nods to past movies. I don't know if every movie is canon in this world, but Damien like acknowledges different suits, and there was one suit with nipples and abs already drawn in. He's like, "That's a lot," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's from Batman and Robin, and you know, Batman Forever, and all of those silly, silly movies." It was very much a moment from, um, oh my gosh, Batman Lego Batman. Yes, with all and the also, different suits and, and also things like that. the other uh, Spider-Man across the universe. Oh, absolutely. Where he's just like looking at all the. Spider-Man. Yeah. So, for the uninitiated, Damian Wayne, there was one comic book back in 1987. It was like an unnamed infant. And they're like, oh, the son of Batman. But they they were like, that's not canon. They just, they moved around. So, in 2006, Grant Morrison, probably one of the coolest people to draw or actually write for Batman, he did a story. Actually, it had a name... Well, a little bit later, it was the Batman and Son arc, but there was a... uh, Yeah, it's Batman and Son, honestly. And we find out that Talia al Ghul, after one night, she drugs Batman and has her way with him and has... Well, what you need... Gets pregnant. Yes, gets pregnant, what you need from (laughs) one side of the story. But she grows Damien in secret because she wants... Damien to take over for Batman and become this mixture of Batman and the Agul group. So, Rachel Ghul, he is in a continued villain for Batman and actually respects him a lot. And he wants Bruce to take over for the evil ninja group that he is in charge of. But Bruce is like, quit it. I'm trying to save the world. He's like, yeah, you can save the world. Just be in charge of these evil ninjas for me. And he's like, quit it. And then the daughter's like, I'm in love with you, Bruce. And so he's always just trying to push them away. He's like, stop. But we get Damian Wayne. So he has no type of, uh, like, what's the word? Uh, He never got to talk to other kids when he was growing up. So his social cues are off. He talks like an adult. Now, this Damian's not that bad. He's a little kid, but you could tell that he was... Yeah, he was growing up in... At least he had the dad around when he was a baby. But we, yeah, Damien, he was like a robot. He was a ninja that got a Robin suit. And he's like, um, why don't you just kill the villains, dad? And he's like, we don't kill them. We stop them. He's like, but if you just cut their heads off, then things will be easier. He's like, no, I got to teach him not to do that. Uh, Damien has become pretty cool. Him and Superman's son, uh, Jonathan. No. Hmm. No, he's named after the his dad. Jonathan. 
but I thought Connor is the clone. Sorry. There's so many different, like, children of Superman. But they had an art called Super Sons. And Damien was, like, watching him. He's like, I know you're, you're just as bad as your dad. You're going to do something and destroy the world. I have to, I have to stop you. And he's like, do you want to come in for cookies? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and they become friends, even though Damien just knows that this little nice child is just going to just go evil one day. And then they fight things together, and it's really cute. So this movie has tons of voice actors and actresses. So Luke Wilson is the voice of Bruce Wayne. And he is a soft, nice Bruce Wayne, which I'm fine with. You know, Bruce doesn't have to just be just pure mad and grumpy. This Bruce, and they'll explain a little bit, he is a little bit more relaxed because crime is not a thing anymore in Gotham, which is so weird to hear. Man, Gotham is just like, this place is bad. <laughs> James Cromwell. Now, I'm trying to remember... He's from Babe. Yes, he's, he's, oh, that's what it was. I was like, I when I saw his face, I was like, I know this dude. He is the voice of Alfred. He did a pretty solid Alfred. Now, this Alfred's old as shit. Like, I did the, you want to talk about the fucking art style pissing me off is when they got to Alfred. They did Alfred dirty in this. Yeah. Alfred is meant to be a straight up, used to be a ninja fucking butler. Like, not this, like, raggedy, hunched over, like, Ren and Stimpy face looking motherfucker that they did to I Alfred. mean, he's, he probably still can fight. It just had him be an old guy. I guess. I, yeah. they, I don't know. And so... These, he's all, like, fat and weird. Why was he yeah, fat and weird? I don't know. He's old. I don't know. So, the voice of the Joker is another new person to take over and did a pretty good job. David Hornsby is Riggedy Cricket. This is the second movie this season so we did christmas with the cranks and now he came back for this now i oh he's the from seinfeld and he's the father of raj from big bang theory Mm -hmm. and so brian george was the voice of the penguin he actually did pretty good chris chris sullivan katie understood this name chris sullivan because he was taser face from the second guardians of the galaxy movie yeah the third the first and the second yeah and he them. was Toby. Oh, no, first and second one. Yeah. And he's Toby from This Is Us. Yeah. And he did Bane. This Bane is like a mix of the Bane we got from my favorite Batman movie. You, you heard me complain about this movie. I hate it so much. And he's got the body from Batman and Robin. So he's like as big as a house, but he's like... <laughs> like, you, you don't understand what he says in this movie. And I was fine with it. It was all right. Uh, tons the of best depiction of fucking Bane that's ever existed is the one that's in that George Clooney movie, and I'll fight anybody. <laughs> I like the animated one from the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, the animated ones Air- are all yeah, great. Air- that's unfair. I'm talking live action. Oh yeah. Of the two that we've had, fucking the the only one worth talking about is the one from freaking the George Clooney movie. Yeah. That newer one, everyone's like, "Oh, Tom Hardy was so great." No. That was shit. Get out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, so we'll get through the story really quick. It is an hour and a half, and you can check this out on Prime. It should be on Max, because that's but where But Otis, the... why isn't it on Max? I don't know. Where all the DC things are. Yeah, this is the one DC thing that's not on Max. Uh, if one. I had to guess, it's because it probably started production during the weird uh, buy-over that DC did, oh. 
Mm. Where they had to, like, scrap a bunch of their shit. And to avoid it being fully scrapped, because it hadn't, like, completely started, they were just like, oh, yeah, we'll just sell it to Amazon and it'll be fine. That's probably what happened. Uh, That's my guess of what happened. Yeah. So, our story starts, they don't give a date, but it seems a little more updated Gotham City. This Gotham City is weird, like I said earlier, because there's no crime. Batman has successfully gotten rid of crime. (laughs) And Damian Wayne, he is still training, and he has, like, a paper bag with horns on it, and he's got some tools, but he is trying his best to train because he wants to go out with his dad and be his sidekick one day. Actually, he wants to be Batman one day. But like I said, this seems to be, like, a relaxed world, so Bruce has been able to raise Damian up, so he's not as bad as the comic book version. So... As the hijinks ensue, Bruce gets a call from the phone. You know, the phone, just like in the original TV show with Adam West. So he picks it up, and it's a call from the Justice League. Now, this Justice League, it seems a little more old school with the the group. So Superman is busy with his family. So I don't know why they called Bruce, because he's got a kid too. But we hear Martian Manhunter, apparently was the one that called him, and Bruce asks, he's like, why don't you get the Wonder Twins to do this? And it's like, oh, they're not talking. It's like, well, I don't, I got stuff to do, man. And so Bruce accepts this mission because there's a strange storm over Nova Scotia. And someone needs to investigate it because it might be a villain or a monster or an alien. You know, the DC world is weird. So he's like, okay, I'll check it out. So before he leaves, he gives Damien A utility belt. Now, this is a very important thing in the world of Batman. Batman can do a lot of stuff without his tools. He has beaten up Bane. He has broken Bane's back without any of his shit. He just had his mask on. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And he did. But with all the tools, Batman is just about unstoppable. And so, he gives Damian his first utility belt. Now, this Bruce is a lot more of a... Would you say he's a helicopter parent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is very worried about Damien. He doesn't want him to get hurt. Uh, it's very much a parent that has had to deal with a lot of wild and bad shit in their life when they were younger, deciding that you don't have to deal with this. I was by myself and I was fighting in the streets, but you don't have to. And the kid's like, my, but I want to. Yeah, my life is boring. You you had a, a an exciting life. He's like, eh, wasn't exciting when I was like running for my life then. So the utility belt is full of safe items now the batarangs are foam and it's like well practice with the foam ones (laughs) and he has bad uh uh, a first aid kit yes and then he has uh, an emergency button just like bart's belt in the simpsons and it just yells out for help 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 your baby is in trouble help help your baby is in trouble (laughs) so as bruce hops into his bat wing and gets ready to go check out nova scotia he discovers that Damien was going to just hop onto the plane in stow away. in one of his bags. And then Bruce talks to him and he's like, I knew you weren't ready for this utility belt. Give it back. And Damien's like, no. Like, <laughs> this is the one thing he's wanted for, you know, he's, what, nine years old? Eight, yeah. nine years eight. old. He's wanted for a long time. And then Bruce takes it back and actually gives it to Alfred. And Damien just sadly leaves, takes off his paper bag mask and leaves and he doesn't give bruce a hug 
as he leaves. So Bruce is like, well, when I get back, I'll take care of this. I'll be back before Christmas. We learn. So we see that Bruce is, he makes it to Nova Scotia. He crashes. Apparently the storm is strong enough to take his Batwing down. But when he gets there, he calls the Justice League and they're like, we didn't call you. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, someone called me and they told me to come out here. And he's like, I don't know. Sounds like you got tricked. And then he discovers Mr. Freeze. Now, this Mr. Freeze is an older Mr. Freeze. Kind of sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. And he has he had a Hawaiian shirt over his ice suit. suit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's out there trying to fight Batman. So we'll come back Isn't to... Isn't he on a hover round? No, that no, was Penguin. No, that was Penguin. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so while all of this is happening, Damien realizes he can practice on being Batman while his dad's gone. And he's... He was chasing his cat, Selena, <laughs> around the house earlier, but now they're flying into the pool, you know, working on gliding, doing all these things, and actually sneaking around Alfred. Now, he f discovers he knows a way to get Alfred out of the house so he can do some really cool training missions, and he starts fake crying in front of Alfred, and he tells him that he misses his dad, and the only thing that could help him is some super awesome chocolate. Hot chocolate. From Alfred. And Alfred's like, I will make that for you, Master William. And it's like, but it needs marshmallows. And we saw that Damien swallows all the marshmallows in the home. So Alfred says, I will be right back. I'm going to the store. Second he leaves, we see Damien having fun by himself. Unfortunately... As he is microwaving a carbo-load ice cream soup, it explodes and it shorts out all the power in the house. Now, that is all that Terry and Francine needed to see to decide to rob this giant mansion. So now, Damien has to actually use some of those skills in a real situation. And I love when moments like this happen, just like in Deadly Games... Was that the name of it? Yeah. And with Kick-Ass, they're awesome children that are really strong and defensive and can fight. But in the end, they're still children running for their lives when big scary things happen. And this happens with Terry and Francine. They're grown scary people in the house. And he's still defending himself. He's doing a great job and he chases them off. Unfortunately, his utility belt falls into one of the bags. They steal his presents. And so... Damien realizes that he has to go find his utility belt because that's the one thing that he believes that Bruce or Batman, that's what you need to be Batman. And if he loses the first utility belt, he won't be able to be Batman. So he heads down into the cave and he realizes that one of the suits is a gigantic suit, has the name Damien under it. And so he presses a button and the suit shrinks. It actually goes to the size of Damien. And a computer screen pops up in the Batcave. Now, we see a video, and they they make it out to be a really nice moment and stuff, but I, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, this is really sad, because Bruce comes on and says, if you're hearing this video, this video is playing, it's because I am dead, and you are taking over as Batman right now. And I was like, oh, but most definitely, Bruce, even in the comics, has made those plans for all the bat kids that like if i die 
you guys have to take over. Don't be sad. Just take care of the day. And he tells Damien that, like, you know, I'm glad that I got to grow up with you and teach you all the things you need to know. And just, you know, the reason that crime is gone from Gotham is because when you were born, when I realized that I was going to be a dad, I could not have you grow up in a place like this. So Batman went overtime to stop all of the bad guys. He caught everybody and rehabilitated or made people retire and made Gotham one of the safest places on Earth. And that's why uh, Damien's the way he is. He's hungry for adventure because there's nothing to do. <laughs> so the suit actually has a backup system of Bruce's memories and it's called Bat Dad. And so it's kind of like a Iron Man situation with the with Jarvis in the suit. Oh he can, yeah, he yeah, can yeah. Talk to it. Yeah. So we see Damien head out into the world on a bat cycle to grab his utility belt. So he first goes to a mall and he meets up with Santa Claus, but that's not Santa Claus. As he pulls the beard away, it's Bane with poison ivy, just like in Batman and Robin, the combination. So. As he's doing his best to fight against these older virgin, older versions of Poison Ivy and Bane, like they have gray hair and they're all wrinkly and stuff, so that's how you can have a kid, a young kid, keep up with these villains, because they're old as shit. Uh, he does a pretty good job, but he destroys them all while he's trying to fight off these super-powered villains. Now, the bag with his utility belt gets away, and it is heading toward the Gotham Zoo. So he has no time to wait, and he is back on the trail. As he makes it to the zoo, he easily falls into a trap. Me and Katie were like, that's a trap, man. And he's like, hey, my belt's right here. So he meets up with the penguin. Now, this penguin's really, really, really old. In the old comics, penguin's older than everybody else. So now this penguin is in... A little hover round and he's still got his umbrellas that are deadly so Damien tries his best to keep up with Penguin and as the doors open into the smaller room where he ended up and found a penguin they end up in the middle of a Christmas parade on the streets of Gotham now once again we see the real plan that is coming together the Joker no shit wants Damien to continue his, his, like, scorched earth method to get his utility belt back because he doesn't care about property damage. He doesn't care about what gets in his way. He just wants justice. And so Joker's like, he's doing a really good job destroying Christmas for Gotham than I could ever do. This kid's awesome. And so the penguin gets away and... Damien falls from the sky from really, really, really high up, and the bat suit, or well, bat dad, tells him that I can save your life, but the suit is already damaged, and I am going to go offline after this. And so, the suit of Damien puffs out like a little puffball, and he hits the ground, and he's fine, but then bat dad dies. And this point of the movie is when they lean really heavy into the fact that he is just a little kid. So now the people of Gotham are chasing down Damien because they keep seeing this little Batman destroying Christmas. 
and they have pitchforks and they're chasing him down and he's running and he's really scared because he's just a little kid but alfred finds him and he tells him like hey i got you your hot cocoa master wayne let's go home because it's kind of rough out here your dad will be back soon so as they are heading toward the car damien turns around and sees a christmas letter he opens it up and it's from the joker and it says hey like you gave me my christmas wish now here's yours and it's a picture of the utility belt and then gas comes out and knocks damien out and so he gets dragged away and we see that all of the villains with the joker are in this giant snow globe in the middle of gotham it's actually floating above gotham so now damien realizes that this was all like a test because the villains like damien because he's destructive he's just like them he just needs the right nudge in the right direction and so they say hey screw that utility belt you did have we got you a better one and you see all of these weapons there's knives there's dynamite there's grenades filled in all the pockets he's like use this utility belt and be with us be our friend and so Damien grabs the belt and he remembers that his dad told him that being a superhero is very important and it's a lot of points to it but one of the most important things is sacrifice and so Damien throws the belt the belt he has been chasing everybody around Gotham for into the fire a giant explosion goes off <laughs> and so he proceeds to fight the joker the penguin poison ivy and bane all at once now they're still old but it's four on one and he's a little kid so they end up in the ace chemical plant but now it's the ace peppermint candy facility <laughs> and damien gets wrapped up with poison ivy's like vines and they're about to kill him joker's like i'm about to smush your little head in little kid because you know you don't want to be my friend so i'm gonna kill you and then batman comes back and we see that he has mr freeze tied up so hooray now they land and at the beginning batman's like i got this damien just stay back but then it's still four on one and i assume this batman is He's physically stayed in shape, but he's out of practice of being Batman for at least a couple of years. So, he's starting to get jumped, and he gets knocked out with a mallet from the Joker. Now, as Batman wakes up, he sees that his son is actually keeping up with all the villains, and he's actually beating the shit out of them. And he wakes up, and he realizes, I'm sorry that I have been not really holding you back, but I haven't been treating you the way you should have been treated. Because you are Batman's son. I should have been treating you like Batman's son. To an extent, he's still a little kid. So, they team up. And Batman gives him a real utility belt. He gives him his utility belt. But he's like, but dad, what are you going to use? He's like, oh, I'll always bring a spare. So now, the Batmen start fighting the villains. And they're kicking the shit out of them. Hooray! And so, the day is saved. Thanks to Batman and Batboy. I assume he'll give him a Robin suit at some point, but he he likes being Batman. So now we get a an ending part, and they the Batman realize that 
the day is saved. They stop the villains, but they have to deliver all of the presents to Gotham. And so they get into the Batwing and they fly around with Alfred and they dump all the presents back. Now I understand how they found the right people, but ah, I don't, let's not worry about that. Christmas is saved and the parade starts back up. Hooray! Now, as they drop off all the villains where they should be, Damien feels bad for the Joker because, like I said earlier, Joker just wanted his friends around him. And he's like, well, can we, like, can we be friendly toward him, you know? And Batman's like, I hate the Joker, dude. Like, I guess. So they go to breakfast the next morning. I guess at like a Denny's. And Joker's like singing the uh, the Jingle Bells version with the Jingle Batman. Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm eating breakfast with all of my friends. Hey. And Batman's like, I guess. And so that's the end of it. And we get some pictures afterward and, like, you know, Joker's reaching for, like, the last, like, pancake. And and we see that Damien gets to keep his sweet-ass suit and the training, the real training, starts now. Now, this bad boy was released December 8th, 2023. It's new! And it got really positive reviews. And now, now... A TV series based on this film is gonna is in development. It's gonna be Bat Family, and so it'll be about Damien and Bruce and Alfred. But then, hopefully, we get Dick Grayson popping back up, and all the other Robins and stuff. Like I would love to see Red Hood pop back up because if Alfred's that old, and all the villains are that old, then all the Robins are pretty old though bruce doesn't look like he's over 40 so they're probably in their 20s maybe 25 they were most of them were already in their 20s yeah nightwings for sure in his 20s yeah the, the time and red hood is also in his 20s the time difference is weird they're probably mid-20s then well batman's in his 50s in this he didn't look that old but yeah he has to be yeah yeah so uh this was fun so katie Who's your favorite character or your favorite thing about Merry Little Batman? The same character that it always is in any Batman property, and that is Alfred. It's always Alfred. Yeah. He's so sweet. He is such a sweetheart. Even in fucking Gotham, when he's not really a sweetheart, he's still the best character there is. <laughs> Alfred's the best. Mm-hmm. I went with Damien. It was fun seeing another rendition of Damien, because from the comic books... He is a little turd. He's a little turd, and it takes so long for him to start to lighten up. There was a meme we saw recently, a little comic strip, and uh, Dick Grayson, his older brother, technically, takes him out to a carnival. And the whole time, Damien's got his arms crossed, frowning, and they're going on these different rides, they're eating all this candy, and then he drops him back off, and he, he goes heads in, he's talking to Selena, and he's like, and then, and then Dick... We went on this ride, and I wasn't that scared, and he, he got me candy, and it was really fun, and I can't wait to, for him to take me back out. That's just Damien's thing. He doesn't like to show emotion. He's he's kind of a robot, really, because he was, he was raised to not have emotion. So it's hard for him to really break down. But with his dad and his all of his brothers and sisters, he softened up. So it was cool to see a version of Damien where he's already soft, but he's trying to get hard. So it's like the reverse of it. So it was pretty fun. And even with him being so 
nice and stuff. He was really polite. Anytime he did something bad to Alfred, he was instantly, like, apologizing because he understood that Alfred's older. And he's like, I am so sorry, Alfred. And he was really nice to him. So I was like, this kid was really respectful, even though he was trying to be Batman. So, Katie, who or what was your least favorite thing about Merry Little Batman? Damien was my least favorite thing about Merry <laughs> Little Batman. Um, he, I don't know. Most versions of Damien are fine because the kid is like 10 or 12 and he understands more or less like what is happening and why the like rules are in place, though he has to deal with a lot of different, like the, the take in this movie on the rules for Damien is very different from every other version of Damien that we've gotten to see. In most other versions, Damien grew up um, in a kill-or-be-killed yeah. lifestyle and very much a like, oh, well, why don't you just kill this person? Why don't you just kill this person? And the rules that Batman has to put on him is like, no, we don't kill. We don't maim. We don't do these this shit for fun. Like, we find villains and we put them in jail and that's it. Um, but the rules for this Damien are very different because he's a little kid and he's growing into a superhero. And the rules are very much the basic superhero rules. Like always do good, always be kind, always be nice. And it's like, do what you can with causing and make sure you cause minimal damage. Like, yeah. like he, Batman in this movie says several times, like reiterates the rules of being superhero a bunch of times. And every time Batman gets to the part where he's like, and make sure you don't cause damage, like try to keep the damage small. We're try not to ruin the town, try not to destroy things. Damien just, like, tunes out, and he's like, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Which is fucking annoying. As someone who works with kids, that shit is fucking annoying. And then the whole thing, the whole goddamn point of this whole movie is Damien just ignoring that last rule. He spends fucking 90% of this movie destroying everything. He wrecks Wayne Manor. He wrecks the street outside Wayne Manor. He wrecks all of fucking Gotham trying to get this one utility belt. Like when he literally could have just waited until his dad got home and said, hey dad, these robbers broke into the house. They stole all of our presents and our fucking and my utility belt. And then Batman would have laid the womp on him and nothing would have been ruined. And it's just like <sighs> I hate that you don't listen. And it's a problem for me because he's eight and eight year olds are better listeners than that. So that's just obnoxious. Okay. So seven word synopsis. I have one. I need more stories from this world. Now I'm glad that there's going to be a TV show. I loved all the little nods from different movies and comic books that popped up. They talked about Talia and like your mom. And they said, your mom is crazy. She's a crazy villain. And they like laugh about it. So she is around and I guess she doesn't want anything to do with Damien because he's being good, which is sad, <laughs> honestly, because that's how it is in the comics. She's like, I don't want to deal with you because you don't want to kill your dad, you know? Whenever you want to kill him, come back here. But uh, I loved this world, and uh, give me more, please. Katie. 
My first seven word synopsis. Damien destroys Gotham on accident for belt. Uh, number two. Defeat baddies and do minimal damage, Damien. <laughs> and my third one. Overprotective Bruce was least believable part here. It it was weird. It was like a... What do they call it in, in Loki? Like a... Where it branches off. Oh, an alternative timeline? Yeah. Like the moment where he'd learned that he was going to be a father... He and I guess maybe that's the difference because in the comics, he meets Damien as he's like eight and is like, "This is your son." He's like, "What the fuck?" You know, he didn't know. So I guess yeah. maybe if he learned he was gonna be a dad, maybe comic Bruce would have been like, "I need to change things. I am not ready for a kid. I gotta fix maybe, stuff." I don't know. Bruce being compassionate towards children. He, to he does as, love those kids. No, Bruce being this compassionate and caring for the kids is unbelievable. Like, yes, he cares for the kids. He pulls in all these Robins, for sure. He cares for them. But not so much... He's not overprotective in any way. The only person in all of Batman media that we've seen him be overprotective so far was uh, Alicia Silverstone. And that wasn't even because he was... Over like because he cared. It was because Alfred cared because that was yeah. Alfred's granddaughter, <laughs> and Bruce was like, "Well, Alfred wants you to be protected, so you're fucking protected." Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> so this film ran for ninety two minutes, and like we said, you find out on Amazon. So, obviously, there is no budget or box office for this bad boy. There never is. Christmas movies just don't give a fuck. This is like the, what, we've done 13 movies at this point? This is like the 10th one that doesn't have a budget or a box? Yeah. (laughs) So, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on what we should watch next, you can hit us up on Twitter at AllentownPod, on Facebook at AllentownPresents, or send us an email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the 13th episode of our Christmas movie countdown. We will be back again tomorrow with another episode. Bye. See ya.